Did you know that Can We Be Real's first birthday is coming up in the middle of May? And we wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And also, there's a birthday present that you can give to us, and it's absolutely free. You know that follow button on either Apple or Spotify? 63% of the audience who listens to this podcast have not hit that button yet on either of those platforms. And our goal is to get that down to 50% so that we have at least 50% of our audience who have hit follow on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us move up the charts. It helps us to grow, which means we can invest more money in making this podcast even bigger and better in our second year. So if you can help us reach our goal of 50% of the audience, that's another 13% of you who listen right now, hitting that follow button on Apple or Spotify to help us to continue to grow, that would be the best first birthday present ever. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. real hi how you going mm. oh god we are post only fans we've had a yes look. Yeah. that was an experience the reason i'm such a I, i'm into denise richards's only fans there's many reasons i love denise richards now do you remember who that is well you, we've just looked at her naked she's so, an actress yeah um you know and she's charlie sheen's ex-missus yeah. and all that kind of stuff i've always loved denise i love i think she's just a she's real can we be real? Mm. Um, with Denise Richards, we yeah. can be real. You have to be to be with Charlie Sheen, right? Well, in a way, I think you sort of have to turn a blind eye to be with Charlie Sheen, to be honest. I think there's a lot of stuff yet to come out about Charlie Sheen. I think he pretends, oh, I'm so real. Everyone knows everything about me. Yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff a lot of people know about him but still can't say. Yeah, that's where I'm at with Charlie Sheen. I, I think that's why she is real because she's had to see a lot of realness, a lot of rawness. Say, she's you know? certainly not with him anymore, maybe. Yeah. But she's parents with him and they seem to have a good relationship. And we'll get to her parenting in a minute. I love uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't I don't watch all their Real Housewives at all. God, you, I mean, you couldn't have a job if you watched all the Real Housewives. <laughs> yeah. But the one that I've stuck with is the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And, God, here's a moment from the trailer because it's just started again, right? And um, this is a moment I'm hanging out for because Denise comes back for a visit. She used to be one of the housewives and she left. She comes back and Erica Jane says this. Did you know that it's $7 for a naked bundle of Denise Richards on OnlyFans? <gasps> oh, you bitch. Naked bundle. Did you know it's $7 for a naked bundle of Denise Richards on OnlyFans? Oh, you bitch, Erica Jane. Anyway, Denise is like big fizz, basically. That's not a quote, but that's basically her attitude, right? And so... But the, sorry, $7, yeah. right? Is she trying to say that's cheap? Mm. But the thing is... $7 multiplied by millions of fans oh is fucking a lot of money. And by the way, like, Erica Jane wishes people paid $7 to her for anything. I'm yeah. team Denise, in case you didn't know. Mm. Um, Erica Jane has currently got a residency in Vegas, which nobody is going to. So she can fuck herself, just quietly. Is she a singer? <laughs> Good question, Bags. Well, if you have a residency. Oh, like, a I'm good sorry. question, Bags. <laughs> like, I don't oh. even know who this chick is. High five. Point is, um, here is Denise Richards. She's chatting with Jeff. Oh, what's his name? Remember Jeff the house flipper? 
What was his name? His boyfriend's name was Gage Jeff or Lewis? something. Jeff Lewis. That's him. He's fabulous. <laughs> and um, and they used to flip houses and then they had kids and all that fab. But anyway, now he's got, I think, a podcast or a radio show, one or the other, because they're definitely in a studio like ours. Mm. And um, he's With talk- the wind? Do they have the no wind? No wind. They are not <laughs> successful, but never mind. They're good in that. And um, he is friends with Denise Richards and... When this story broke, it broke a couple of weeks ago and everyone was outraged. When I say everyone, you know, all the websites, all the news.com that I use and all that, they're going, oh, God. Denise Richards has announced that she's going to do a collab, that's collaboration, with her daughter, Sammy, who is 18, on OnlyFans. And everyone's like, gross, are you doing porn with your daughter? That's Mm. what it sounds like. It does sound like that. Well, it does sound like that, but then again... I had never looked at OnlyFans at mm. that point. You had never looked at OnlyFans. Um, so I I did think, oh, Denise, you've gone too far, girl. <laughs> uh, reel it back in. But then I was listening to her with Jeff Lewis and uh, it she, she brought me back around, as Denise does. She's got a lot of common sense for a lady who once married Charlie Sheen and had two children with him. So here she is with Jeff talking about the fact that it was actually Sammy, her daughter, who who got her into OnlyFans. Sammy got into OnlyFans first Mm. and then Denise got into it and this is why. You know, she mentioned it to me that she was going to do it. You know, she reassured me that she was going to keep it very tasteful and do mainly like bikini stuff, bathing suit and stuff like that. And the reason why I wanted to join was because I she got so much backlash for that that I didn't think it was really fair. And I've done things in my career, you know, I've done Playboy and I was in Wild Things and I've been, I've done sexy shoots before promoting movies and stuff like that. And sometimes people will say negative things. Well, a lot of times they do and a lot of times they don't, but I thought this is not fair that she would be getting so much backlash when a, a lot of people post stuff like that even just on Instagram. Yes, of course. Not to take it as far as you can take it on OnlyFans, obviously, but still it's like, I just felt that it was you know, not really fair for her to get that kind of backlash. So you're doing more, is it photo shoots? I mean, you're a beautiful woman. You're doing what clothes, bikini. I do bikini. I do uh, lingerie. I do stuff that is sexier because I also think, you know, why not if I'm able to? Yes. I do show my, my boobies. Yeah. um, So you do topless. Yeah. You show your tush Mm -hmm. and your boobies. I feel they're already out there. (laughs) <laughs> if yeah. you Google them. Yeah. <laughs> and some well- of them, by the way, aren't mine. My head's been on other people's bodies I've <laughs> over the years I've learned. <laughs> it's very bizarre. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I thought she meant on OnlyFans. I was thinking, fuck, how are you doing that? No, just so how weird it is. And, you know, she goes on to make the point. Actually, let's play the next grab straight away because she makes a point that I know that you will agree with, Bags. It's empowering, too, as a woman and a man to be able to take control and you own Take care all of, yourself of the content and, yeah. and a lot of the other platforms, we don't own the content. So it's nice to be able to also control it too. Yeah. As she said, you Google it, you're going to mm. see my boobs and my bum. Mm. You're going to see me naked and sometimes it's not even my body. Yeah. And she's getting no money for that. Absolutely. Mm. Or the percentage that she got for doing that shoot. Yeah. Or the, yeah, the money she got for doing that movie 25 years ago. Yeah. You don't keep getting money for that stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, when it says, oh, she's going to do a collaboration with her daughter, she's mm. not going to do porn with her daughter. Mm. She's going to be wearing a bikini with her daughter mm. or, you know, whatever. They're going to be both on a couch with their boobs out. I mean, frankly, we do that at home sometimes. Like, you know, if we're both sunburnt. Mm. <laughs> you know, boobs like, are out. Right, sometimes. And, and, uh, and how's Louis going in that situation? Oh God, is Louis so cool. Is he just like, whatever? Totally. Yeah. And I'd look, to be honest, they're both. Well, Dali's a bit old for that now. She probably doesn't want to do that now, but she might want to do it again. I mean, we're a pretty nude household. That's how I was raised. Mm. That's how we are. They go in and out of it at 14. Um, they're a bit out of it now, but then you never know. You turn around and someone's nude again, and I think, oh, okay. Which is, which is good. Nudity is like, okay again. Yulia's family are very nude. Same, Russian, yeah. I guess Europeans are more nude, well, right? Well, you know, when you go... We're, we're, like, we're not nude in our family are at all. Are you not? Because no. it's funny, I don't see it that much in Bali, but in Thailand mm. there seem to be more Europeans or something, I don't know, and you, there's a lot of naked old people in Thailand mm. or, you know, at least like boobs out, yeah. old, oldies mm. in Thailand, isn't mm. there? So, so I think it's a European thing. Yeah, and I dig it. Not as in a sexy way, but no, I no, think, yeah, 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 cool. Have you ever gone to a nude beach? I never have. Would you? Yes. Where is there? Are there new beaches? Shall we in- go get an Uber? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, why I not? I have been invited, but uh, where, where are the nude beaches in in Victoria? Because I know there's a lot in Sydney, which uh, we've been to. 
To be honest, I don't know. I, I would like to because I, I am just... So this is more of like if you're in Spain kind of thing, you'd go to maybe, a nude beach. Yeah, mm. maybe. But I am... My kids point out to me a lot that I am nude around the house and I assume no one can see in. But they're like, well, <laughs> you know, Mum, it's just a window. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't give a fuck if the neighbours see. Nah. I'm like, oh, that's your fault. You know what I remember? Do you remember that ad? I know no one ever says that anymore. You know that ad? I think it was for like colour bond roofs or something where the bloke goes out to pick up his newspaper in his jocks. Yeah. And then he stands there admiring his new roof. I used to love that ad because that, that was my dad down to a T. Mm. And that's like me. I always think, oh, I'm just going to the bin. Mm. Like I might think to do that in my bra and yeah. undies. Like I don't, but I think that is sort of the way I was raised. But if it's just- after nine o'clock at night. <laughs> Don't you go, oh, no one's going to be out. Fuck it, I'll just, just go. Undies. Yeah. Yeah, if the lights aren't on, I, yeah. yeah, I might. Yeah, mm. we don't have a sensor light, so I might just... <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that in the Daily Mail. This is right. <laughs> Michelle Laurie in a bra and undies. <laughs> or just undies. God, do you remember that time... If the pussies are out on oh, the, no, if I'm you're not sunburned. doing that. If I'm sunburnt. Do you remember that time um, Zipporah Melka, formerly known as Kate Fisher... Oh, yeah. ...went out to her mailbox wrapped in a sheet... And was papped. Yeah. I mean, poor bitch. Like, that that sticks with me. I'm like, God, you don't need that. Why anyone would be hanging around my mailbox, I don't know. I'm not doing anything interesting. Well, now they might be. <laughs> now that I say it, the kids are like, you know, that's just a window, mate, and you are naked. Um, anyway, so that's what Denise Richards is saying. She's saying, look, you know, this is – she said her daughter wanted to do it. She was 18 years old. She said, Get I can't stop her. It. She's an adult. Mm. And then I thought, well, I'm going to support her when everyone's calling her, obviously slut-shaming her, and I'm going to go, are you right? Like, the women – do in the entertainment industry do this stuff all the time. Either mm. don't get paid, get paid very little, whatever. Remember Zoo Magazine, Zoo Magazine oh. with like Brooke Evers. You know Brooke Evers, the DJ that's with uh, one of the Stafford brothers. Yeah, she's now a DJ as well, no, right? And yeah. so she was always like the front cover of the Zoo Magazine. I just remember all the girls from Big Brother and stuff who yes. always yeah. then went on there. Yeah, Heidi Klum t- has taken a ton of shit for posing in lingerie with her daughter, Lenny, who mm. is also like an 18-year-old model, and they're just wearing lingerie. Mm. Heidi Klum has made a career doing. By the way, can we celebrate the fact that Heidi is, I don't know, 50 or something? Yeah. In immaculate shape. Can we celebrate the fact that this woman has such an outstanding career mm. and the fact that her daughter looks great? They're just two working women. What is with this weird puritanical conservatism mm. saying that it's somehow gross to stand next to your daughter in your underwear, for fuck's mm. sake. What are you guys doing in the mornings when you're getting ready for school and work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we don't all have seven bathrooms. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to stand next to your child in their undies. I'm so sorry to tell all you. All the time. All the time. All Sometimes the time. you've got to help your daughter do up her bra. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you people? There's so many things well, to be upset about in the but, world. But I think because it's new. Is it new? I, OnlyFans is only the last oh, five yeah, years. Oh, yeah, of course. Right? So I think that's where... I think it's an image. Yeah. They're posing in ads. Yeah. You know, it is mm. just this weird puritanical conservatism and I think there's nothing new about finding ways and reasons to diminish women, mm. put women down, mm. make women feel bad about themselves, make women feel like bad mothers. Mm. You know? Mm. I think it's just all that same old shit. Mm-hmm. But good on both of them. And Denise, I love the sound of Denise's voice. She sounds like a lady for the Simpsons. She sounds like Selma or Patty. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, ah, oh, you know, Jeff, I just, I'm just glad we're making a living, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good on her. How, how old is Denise? Oh, she'd be my age-ish, wouldn't she? 50-ish? Yeah. We're, we're a breed. <laughs> Women of my generation. All right, secrets and sparkles. If you have a secret, you want to share it with Michelle, all you need to do is go to the link in the bio, go to Michelle's Instagram page. We are running a little light on secrets. So what? if you uh, want to share one, please go to the link and share it. And do not be afraid. You can share anything yes. on this podcast. We cover up your voice. Your name is not in it. So you can say anything you like as you can hear from and the other secrets. Don't forget, you know, you don't need to be asking advice. You can just be saying something you can't tell anyone else because you mm. love it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the cock lover. Oh, my God. Mm. If you're just loving something sick and you can't tell your friends because, I don't know, mm. maybe it's it, it, it's just a secret that you can't get it, let get out or maybe, you know, they're too conservative. Yeah. We're, we're obviously not. Mm. Actually, one of the questions that we had in the Facebook group is, has anyone said, yes. did you see this? I saw I your did. comment. What did they say? They said, has 
anyone who was like the subject of a secret gotten in touch with you and said, hey, That's I me. think I'm the guy whose cock he loves, yeah. for example. Which no one has done that Not yet. yet. Yeah. But it's early. Well, we don't no. know. So we could yeah. never say, oh, yeah, sorry, or... We could never give away your secret because we, we don't wouldn't. know. No, that would that would destroy the podcast and we're not going to do that. No, All we're right. not. Uh, this is secret number one. A few years ago, my partner who I've been with for 20 years, his very first love reached out to him on Facebook. They hadn't, haven't seen each other for 40 years or something. Like He's a fair bit older than me. Anyway, one thing led to another, and which I didn't mind. At first, I was like, oh, how nice, it's lovely, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Anyway, I work away, so I realised and found messages quite by mistake um, on his phone from her, and she was trying to... Root him. I don't know, rekindle something or whatever. Anyway, long story short, they were having a bit of an emotional relationship when I wasn't home. So I went into his phone, locked her number, put her number back in, but just changed one digit. And to this day, he still doesn't know. He just wonders why she, what happened to her and why she doesn't reach out to him anymore. Yeah, so fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love it straight off the bat. Not confronting him about it, just fucking with him. Yeah, because you know what? You men are simple. And, you know, it is best to keep the, the complicated issues just yeah. away from you. Yeah. Just don't. Oh, look, I love, I love this because the temptation can be to, to involve you in these kinds of issues. Situations. Yeah, and it's, oh, it just makes them more complicated. And it just would have led to sort of days and nights of drama, drama. It just would have dragged it out. And I, I love that you've, you've, Taken it out of your emotional brain, yeah, and you've you've parked logical it straight into fuck. your logical brain, yeah, and you've said to yourself, "Well, I know exactly what has to happen here, and I'm just going to do it, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna get emotional about it. I'm just doing it." Wouldn't it have been great to see him mm. a few days after just texting and someone coming back going, "Sorry, wrong number," but oh. also just no- noticing his demeanour's changed a bit. <sighs> Look, just- if I could. <laughs> If there's any way I could have made this better, I'd have installed cameras around the house oh. <laughs> just to see that moment. I just would have loved to have captured that moment. Yeah. Just capture him in the bathroom maybe, just a bit firing lost. off a sneaky text and then getting the response and just yeah. scratching his dumb head, just going, oh, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Just, just scratching his big stupid head. <laughs> God, that would have been great. Well, what a dickhead for doing it in the first place. Oh, fucking idiot. Um, but also, mm. are there not other ways to communicate than just this one way, which is a mobile number like Facebook Messenger, Instagram? I mean, I'm, I'm just throwing that I out there. I 100% agree. Um, look, she sounds pretty thorough to me, this lady, and I, yeah. I'd like to think she's thought of everything. You know, maybe they're one of those couples who shares, look, shares some passwords. Maybe he doesn't have Facebook, Instagram. Maybe he's just, you know, I'd like he's not think- tech savvy. I'd like to think she's thought of everything. Mm. How do you file that one? Oh, I love it. I just <laughs> love it yeah. so much. And I, God, I love this lady. I love, I don't have the ability to do that. I, oh God, I wish I did. What, fuck with people? No, just, oh, I can do that. But <laughs> I just wish I could switch off the emotional side and just be so pragmatic without, having a bit of a yell and a cry first. Like, yeah. I love that she's gone, oh, no, 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 mm. no, 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 mm. don't tip him off. That's taken her weeks to get there, though. She hasn't done that in the first few But she hasn't tipped him off is no, the most she, important thing. No, she's been thing. thinking. She's been stewing oh, for that. a few weeks. Don't tip him off because that will yeah. wreck it. Let him but know. But hang on, what are you still doing with the person? Oh, well, you're all idiots. Like, there's no point in getting rid of him and getting another one. What's the point of that? Oh, where men are all idiots. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what's the yeah. point of that? You mm. might as well, you know, come on. I don't know why I'm agreeing with that, but again. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you you know yourself, though. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. why yeah. get rid of one woman and get another one? I mean, you're still going to end up in the shit for something. Yeah. So it's like, why get rid of one man <laughs> and get another one? You're still going to end up with a fucking idiot yeah. you can't trust. Yeah. So just stick with the one you've got and deal with it. And, to, you know, as long as you can, if it's if the one you've got is absolutely above and beyond bad, Okay, fair enough. Get rid of it. 
But if the one you've got, I, I read a great thing the other day. This woman said she's invented a phrase. It's called um, micro disappointments. Oh yeah. And that's what you live with when you live with a man. It's mm. just just ongoing, consistent micro disappointments. Oh, I think my wife would agree with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so if you're just in the the normal zone yeah. of micro disappointments. Yep. Then there is nothing better out there. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. I I actually think this. Yeah. I do think this. I think ah, oh, geez, my wife just puts up with some stuff. Oh yeah. You know. She's smart. She's Russian. Pragmatic. Or I also the think she's Russian. Is she waiting for the right opportunity no. <laughs> to attack? Have you ever read about the? Have you ever read about Stalingrad? No. Oh, for fuck's sake, mate. World War Two. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Okay. Let me just get. This, this. feels like it's going to be very long. No, it's not. It's it's actually not because uh, the siege of Stalingrad was long, mate. Right. This is the point. Let me just get the stats for you. The siege the siege of Stalingrad. What year is this? This is 1942 over to 1943. This yes. is August, September, October, November, December, January, February. Seven months. Is it extremely strategic? Yeah. The Germans surrounded the city of Stalingrad for seven months. Mm-hmm. They didn't let anything in. Mm-hmm. They didn't let anything out. Then winter came. Yeah. And guess who died? The Germans. The Germans, mate. Because they couldn't survive the winter. No. Yeah. Guess who outweighed them? So they, they just the sat, fucking they Russians. just sat there. And they, their winters are so harsh. Mate, they were locked inside that city with no food. Yeah. No electricity. Mm. No medicine. Yeah. Nothing. I've been to Russia uh, in January. Yeah. And actually, it was Christmas, mm. and uh, well, we were in a little chalet in the in the snow, mm. and they said, "Should we go cook the meat on the barbecue?" <laughs> and I was like, "Why would we do that? What's the temperature? Negative? I'm to, well, I'm used to barbecues in Brisbane. Uh, yeah, right. You know? <laughs> it's 24 degrees. You go fuck off, you idiot. And so then we're we, not going we had to go outside into minus 22 to cook the fucking meat, right? While the women were inside, right? And I'm thinking, I want to be inside with the women. Stalingrad, you're eating the dog. Yeah. The dog's long gone. The dog's gone in October. Mm. You're still sitting in there in January. It's in February, cold, you're eating dirt. Are you yeah. digging in the snow to eat cold dirt? You're married to that? Mm. Oh, no. Yeah. Now, the tenacity of this woman, just, I, I'm going to buy you a book about Stalingrad. Yeah, if great. ever you think you're going to out, you're going to wait her out, Stalingrad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. All right? So she, there's she's no just waiting. shit. She's can, waiting. Nothing you can she's pull so on this strong. woman. Nah. That's that's gonna make her lose her patience. Yeah. No, oh, and actually, no, that's incorrect. No, I know you're making me mad. Again, you make me mad. Oh. You again make me angry. Mate. I know that yeah. you can make you can give her the shits. Oh fuck. Don't, they they had the shits with Germany. <laughs> I want to get that, but not so much that they went all right and let them in. Totally. No. Yeah. So. Mm. Micro disappointments she can live with until you die mm. because you will die before her. <laughs> yeah, she says, she says that a lot. Actually. <laughs> See? See? All right. Psychological warfare. <laughs> yeah. All right, this is our next secret. My best friend started having an affair with her very high up boss at work, and then um, she actually kept it a secret for everyone. <sighs> for two whole years until my 40th birthday where she got her dream spiked her husband had to come and pick her up saw all the messages he moved out that night since then a year and a half has passed and she is completely brainwashed by this narcissist gaslighter who has lost nothing he's still married still needs a million dollar house still has his job She's lost her marriage, full-time custody of her kids, her job of 17 years, her financial freedom, and she's still obsessed to the point of being suicidal over this guy not picking her. Oh. And I just want to blow up his fucking world. Would you? Yes. <laughs> God, that okay, so furious. she's obsessed with someone that's been horrible to her. Although, that, that's quite common though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other thing, yeah. Yeah. And also, if he's a narcissist, which I know we throw the word around a lot, but it doesn't mean that there aren't a lot of narcissists around. Mm. Um, but look, also, oh, God, I say yes straight away because I know the the temptation. You, you want to hurt him because he's destroyed your friend. But I mm. suppose, realistically, what we have to look at here is what would be the purpose? Like, if you blow up his life, by which we mean, you know, ring his wife, I guess, uh, maybe the board of the company or whatever it is. I'd go with the board of the company. Oh, yeah, but I mean, 
both, whatever, and just just blow the secret, mm. assuming you've got proof because he can probably talk his way out of it all unless you've got some really good proof. Will all of that help your friend? Maybe not. Because if she's like, if her mental health is that poor, mm. all of that might not actually help her. Maybe it is a case of not thinking about him at all. Maybe there's nothing, maybe hurting him is not going to help her. That's quite often the case, you know? Mm. Like him yeah, facing- but I think I think this person, the yeah. secret teller, is feeling all of the- Yeah, I know. She's getting all of the, she's feeling all the things for her friend. Yeah, but she wants- So like, she's surely, angry. Yeah, I get it. But this is the trap with anger, right? It's the old saying, feeling anger is is like thinking that you can drink poison and hurt somebody else. Mm. It's futile. Anger is futile. It just creates more negative impacts for yourself. When you're angry and you act out of anger, you create more problems for yourself. Sure. So particularly if you want to help your friend, which will then help you as well, I, th- I suspect the answer is probably about getting away from that man as far as you can in every respect and just working on your friend. Because, like, if you blow up his life, that's going to create consequences for you and your friend. Then the wife's going to come for you for the friend. The workplace is going to come for the friend. It's going to be like, okay, we need you to come in, the friend, and tell us exactly every aspect of the affair. You've got to come and give evidence to the board. Mm. You've got to come. I mean, that's going to be really traumatic for her if she's already fragile especially if she's still harbouring some idea that they could be together. Mm. If she breaks up his family, that's traumatic for them, even though their family is built on lies. But that's their problem. What you're saying is right. I know it but doesn't sometimes, feel right. But sometimes you need a win. I know. Sometimes you just need a win. But to, to create loss for someone else doesn't necessarily mean it will create a win for you. <laughs> Did someone just take a photo? What? I didn't. What I happened? a screenshot on. Oh, he's just taking selfies for his own OnlyFans over there. Okay, mate. What's going and on there? And that's fine too. I mean, he's just creating wins for himself over there. Did that come through the sound or was no, it? No, that's because you're just coming. Right. Okay. Oh, I was you thinking... scared me then. You looked like you got such a fright over there. You looked like you had a light bulb moment from what I was saying. So I was like, oh, my God. No. All I heard was. I am cheating. I, like someone took a photo in oh, here and I was oh, like, sorry, what the dude. fuck? <laughs> that was good though. It's good because the look on your face is like, I am Oprah. I felt like I was Oprah there. I was like, oh, I'm giving this motherfucker light bulb moments. <laughs> no, but I'm going to say that again because I think it was worth Sometimes when you create a loss for someone else, not sometimes, just creating a loss for someone else does not mean creating a win for you, Simon. Okay? So making him lose everything, you can make him lose his family, make him lose mm. his job, make him lose everything in the whole wide world, which is what you want to do because yeah. you hate him. doesn't mean you're going to feel like you've won anything mm. because he'll still be a prick. He will still be the same asshole. He will then just blame you and blame her. And you know what? He'd probably get his wife back. He'll probably they'll probably stand by him. He'll probably get another great job. Like that's just the way the world turns. And meanwhile, who knows how your friend will react to all of that? She might. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Get that back could backfire like, on you. You got to focus I feel like the, the on your se- friend. The secret teller mm. wants to fuck his world. I know she does. I've and been there. Wants him yeah. to know that she's the one fucking the world. Like, I don't think she's got any. She's got zero fucks. I've been there. I have fucked people's worlds, mm. <laughs> but it doesn't help. It doesn't help you. Mm. It doesn't feel like a win. Because you're still you. You're still in your world that they've left you in. Mm. Like it doesn't, just because you fuck their world, it's not like a magic trick where then suddenly you turn around and your world is like equally Mm. great. Is not like 10 points ahead because you've put them 10 points in the ground. That's not how life works. You're still you. And so you're better off putting all that energy into your own self in your own world and getting away from them. Your advice is bang on. I know, mate. I know. Justice sometimes you just need. No, justice is a fallacy. Justice doesn't exist. Justice isn't a real thing. It's an idea we have in our heads when we're when we're we've been fucked over, mm. when we're vulnerable, when we've, you know, and then we chase it, we chase it, we can chase it our whole lives and never get it. Mm. And even when we do get it, we go, oh, it's nothing. It's an oasis. 
Do you think a lot of people feel like that in the when they're fighting for justice in the criminal system? Oh God, Matthew and I meet them all the time. Don't and they, we, babe? they never like even once they're <sighs> once they're you know convicted a murderer or a rapist. Yeah. Does the victim feel relief? Or are they is the, are they still in that zone? It of- can help, but it's it's worse for parents, isn't it? Like people who've lost someone, and that's why they hate the word closure, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like their whole thing is always just like, well, they can't hurt anyone else now. Yes. They're in prison. So I think it's more of like a logistical thing. Mm. But, you know, there's a big difference between justice and retribution as well. Yes. Like sometimes people want justice, so but true. really they want retribution. They want people to rot and they don't want them to be, you know. Yeah, I want them to hurt because yeah. they hurt me. Well, this is what we want for this guy. I get that. But at the same time, it's like we need to help this lady first. Like, you know, her friend, like she's saying, She's suicidal. She's just um, she's lost everything. Mm. I think that's where the focus needs to be. The focus needs to be okay. Forget him. I don't want to put any energy into him. We have to forget him. We have to put all of our energy into building you back up, into building back your self esteem, mm. your literal home, work, your life, building your life back up, building you back up, rebuilding you. Mm. And we can't do that if we're putting any energy into that guy. We have to find a way to ignore him, stop thinking about him. We have to stop thinking about him, which is the hardest, hardest thing. Mm. And that's counselling. You can't do any of this without a professional. But, yeah, that's that's what you've got to do, don't you think? No, no, yeah. You, you, your, your advice is bang on correct. I, I'm just... I, I, I get I, it. I'm on the emotional side of that yes. where when you when someone's done something wrong by someone, uh, you want to... Oh, yeah, we you, all you want You want them to know that you're the person that's fucking with them. I remember asking this guy once whose daughter had been murdered, um, how come more people... Everyone says, if anyone hurt my kid, I'd fucking kill them. We all say that. How come people don't? I think we talked about this before. How come more people don't? And he said, oh, yeah. He said, I thought, of course I thought that. Of course I had a plan. Of course I thought all that. And he said, at the end of the day, I just kept saying to myself, because I'm better than that. Because I'm not that person. I'm better than that. I am i can't do that. I can't kill someone. I'm not that person. I just That's have to be me. That's got to be the hardest thing. Of that has got to be the hardest thing. Of course. Because it's still, when you're saying that, I'm not that person, I'm, th- I'm sitting there going, fuck that. And this is they a person. They killed my kid. I'm going to go fucking. That's how extreme that is. Kill this them is slowly, pers- painfully. Right. Really. I'm going to get on that. You know that movie with it, uh, yeah. Saw? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm doing that shit. I know. If they're touching your kid. I know, right? So if that's that shit happens to people. So if, if we can think <laughs> Sorry, about... Sorry, you then. No, no. I <laughs> but isn't think that what the same people thing. Are, yeah. We all think that. Not just what kill I'm them. What I'm saying is, yeah. What I'm saying is then if someone has destroyed our lives in one way or another, we have to just think, okay, I, I'm not letting them keep destroyed every day. If I keep thinking about them every day, they, they're destroying me every day. I can't mm. work. I can't mm-hmm. sleep. Mm-hmm. I can't be happy. Then they're still destroying my life every day. Yeah. The only way I can stop them destroying my life is to stop thinking about them. Mm. And I'm not saying this out of nowhere. I've been in this situation and mm. it's fucking hard. Mm. Get counselling, find ways. They'll help you with strategies and it gets better every day. Sometimes you fall off the wagon. All right. Well, how do you follow that one? Mm. That is great advice, I think, for a lot of people in a lot of different scenarios. Tough love. Tough love. Is that, is that, is that, no, that's, that's on the desktop. I'm looking at it. Tough okay. love. I have yeah, okay. opened the tough love file before. Yeah, okay. We don't use it very often, but tough love. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not making this shit up, mate. <laughs> All right. This is our final secret for today. I'm a gay male, and when I was much younger, about five or six, I watched a lot of Western films with cowboys, <laughs> and I was quietly obsessed with the way the cowboys straddled their horses. Mm-hmm. So then, for some reason, I decided to start straddling the corner of my couches at home. And I was holding onto the corners, pretending it was a horse's neck. Mm-hmm. And then I start bouncing up and down as if I was riding a horse. And in doing so, my whole pelvic area was rubbing up against the couch. Mm-hmm. And I continued doing this because obviously it felt good. Fast forward several years later to when I was 13 and all the guys at school were talking about jacking off. And I was always wondering why I never had a desire to do it until one night... I was riding the horse, so to speak, and I ejaculated for the first time and everything came together very quickly. Turns out I'd been masturbating for years without even realising. I know, crazy little thing called love. 
Yes, which I is mean, your I masturbation story that you shared it. with us. Yes. What a wonderful story. Yours, I mean, not mine. Well, mine too. I mean, both of our stories, mm. your, your horsey story. God. Yeah. Sexual awakening. Terrific stuff. Mm. Good story. At a young age. Yeah. Yeah. Happened to a lot of us. Um. Yeah, it's making you feel uncomfortable, Bex. Oh no, it's fine. I mean, I just really? I don't want to hear talking about ejaculation. And I'm oh, really? A bit like, okay, right. Oh, okay. We need that much information, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, because you're kind of clicking your neck. Oh, just, yeah, you're kind of because it's in my ears. Like, I'm, I'm, like I'm, I, 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 ejaculate. Well, when you're listening to a podcast, it's very personal, and I feel like it was just in me. His right ejaculate there. in your ears. <laughs> yeah. Heaven's above. I clean that shit isn't out. That, yeah, isn't that funny? You've never had anyone ejaculate in your ear, have you? It's funny. How's that funny? Oh, who's just... who's ejaculating in your ears? Oh, heaps of people. <laughs> <laughs> I've just realised you've what never you, had anyone. What do you mean? Oh, I just accidentally sometimes. I mean, can go bloody What everywhere. is going on uh, in your household? Well, lots of households. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just it's funny, you know, when you're friends with a man, you just sometimes realise, oh, God, a straight man. You just go, oh, God, that's. I just realised no one's ever blown in your ear. Funny. Yeah. yeah, but what I also don't understand oh, because you know, I'm on the other side of that, yeah. right? I've never blown You've in never someone's ear. Never accidentally blown in someone's ear. Just at, Why after, would at a party. I? At a party? No, or just after a party, <laughs> or just you know, bit of fun. In an ear? Yeah. Well, Who just, the fuck is rooting no, an ear? No, no one's rooting. Root root I'm not ear. saying you're rooting someone's ear. I'm just saying not deep enough. No, fuck me. I'm not mm. saying you're rooting someone's ear. I'm just saying you, you know, like we we're saying before, playing the helicopter. Or no, not just, but just like. Yeah. Just having a bit of fun, bit of a laugh, and then. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's just. Yeah, like, okay. You know. Yeah. No, but that's that, funny. That, that's... That, may, that makes sense. Yeah, you get, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then when you're just hanging out with straight guys, you go, oh, God, hang on, I just realised no one's ever accidentally hilariously blown in your ear. Do we need to get Daddy in? Because I want to ask Should Matt. Should we patch Daddy but, in? But I just don't want to ask Matt and then put him on the spot. Well, but like, Matt, are you blowing in people's ears or what are you doing? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, well, there you go. Now, that's a, I mean, that's fair enough. Not that I'm aware of. Because sometimes it's just like, Bleh! it's just sort of. No one's is like. Bleh! Oh, you're on track. Are you joking? Like, Most of the time it's like dribble. Oh, God. Dribble bags. <laughs> <laughs> bags. Bags, mate. How old are you? <laughs> no one's firing it. I, what? Like, who's firing it, mate? Where People under 40, mate. No one's firing it, <laughs> oh, mate, mate. Come on. Oh, Jesus Christ. How old are okay, you? You're right. prematurely dribbling. <laughs> oh, no. All right. All right. Uh, if you, sorry, that's it. go on. This is fine. We if need you, Danny. This is fine. Yeah, oh, sorry, mate. Shit. I didn't mean to ask you that question. Oh, that was inappropriate. It, well, it's fine for him. He's not the dribbler. All right. Uh, have you got uh, a way to file that one? Mm, Jeez. Jesus Christ. You just smashed the entire glass. Glass of wine. He's monitoring my wine intake. I've had one wine for like, this whole episode. But you only had two sips at the beginning and then you just, oh after God, that. God, Matthew. Is this, he's monitoring too much, isn't it? Well, you did this last time. Yeah, I, do. I know. I, what, what is this about? Did you tell you us? Tell us? I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to keep it under control in here. Oh my god! Why? <laughs> Who's the manager? Me. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you scared I'm going to blow in your ear? <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus, I've forgotten. Um, uh, I've forgotten what it was about. And that's got nothing to do with the wine. It's just we travelled <laughs> a lot of ground. Yeah. I'm going to file it under tough love because I can't remember what it was. Yeah, but no, hang on. No, we can remember. Oh, um, riding the side of a couch. Oh, yes! yes! Masturbating when you're a kid. Perfectly understandable. Yeah. Crazy little thing called love. All right, if you've got a secret you want to share it with Michelle, go to the link in the bio or go to <laughs> Michelle's Instagram page. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing 
So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When I was a kid, everyone, myself included, everyone I knew had family or someone on a farm. Yeah. Right? And mm. so um like we all, I don't know. There's, there's it's just, usually grandparents. Yeah, grandparents, yeah. or then uh, uh, uncle. You mm. know, someone who'd inherited the farm, or great uncle, or somebody. So sure. you'd spend some time on a farm, and basically, like my grandma had in her fridge, she would oftentimes have cow's milk mm. in the fridge. And I was telling this, this to my kids: the idea of milk straight from a cow. Yeah. Absolutely, thought it was the most disgusting thing you'd ever heard from heard about and he and I was going no it was amazing it was so creamy and it literally had that like level of cream on the top the curd just cream I, I think we Is used it? I don't know mm. well I don't know we just used to call it the cream and my grandma would scoop it off the top and she would make oh you've just gagged well yeah I can't, I'm kind of the same I, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't want to yeah I don't want to hear about it you know? <laughs> like no no I don't want to hear can about do, it can we do a different thing I don't <laughs> I don't want you know when they do you I know when, you know when they do the exercises where you get like the teats and then you put yeah. it into the, into the tin bucket. <laughs> That's exactly the milk I'm talking about. I, it just someone on our family farm, the, and I think it was her sister. It's not very appealing. Her sister, Annie, uh, Annie Marge, maybe had the farm, and some her son would bring this milk to my grandma's uh, in I can't remember in some kind of bottles. <laughs> You're both gonna vomit, and. It had the cream on the top and she would t- take the cream off the top and she would make pudding mm. out of it. So, like, at my grandma's, at my nan's, like, um, every meal, every night she had pudding that she had made, creamed rice or something. It was always in the fridge because my mum's such a shit cook because she hates food. <laughs> she hates food. <laughs> mum, I've said to you before, she lives on fish fingers and white wine. And um, now she's got meals on wheels, thank God, so she's eating. But um, so she just never cooked. And at my nan's, it was like... Three meals, like yeah. bacon and eggs for breakfast. Um, at lunchtime, there was just all this food on the table. Mm. And then at dinner time, there was like food and pudding. Like, fucking are you serious? Yeah, she'd made it. And it had like a sprinkling of um, nutmeg on the top or some shit. Mm. I don't know. And she made cakes and slices and that. My mum made a chocolate cake in 1979. And I remember it because it's the only <laughs> okay. cake that bitches ever Was made. Was it a box cake? No, they didn't even make box cakes, so I don't think <laughs> <Right>. then. <laughs> It's like she made a chocolate cake in 1979 and I came home from preschool and I was like, what the fuck is that? And she's like, I made a cake. Well, hang on, hang on. What did you say when she said that? Because this is probably what maybe this is why she stopped no, making cakes. No, I, well, I was, well, you know Were you why? supportive? I was so supportive. I gobbled Were it up you? and she was, yeah, no, she was obsessed with weight. And the fact that I ate it put her off. She was like, oh, well, I'm never making that again. She's one of those. She's like, oh, well, you kids have eaten those biscuits too fast. I'm never getting them again. She's not proud of her work. Oh, fuck no. Right. She's like, you liked it too much. Never making that again. Never making that mistake again. Mm. So she, that's why there's never any food in her house. Mm. And so she, she wonders why the kids, my kids, and now their cousin Edie, Edie's five, and she started the, I don't really want to go to Nan's. She's already on it. Well, there's no food there. It's really fucking cold. <laughs> like even in the height in January, somehow it's freezing in there. Yeah. Smells a bit, oh, well, a lot like dog piss. I don't know how. I put new carpet into that flat yeah. a year and a half ago. I don't. I just don't even know what's happening in there, but it's like an ice box. And when you open the fridge, there is no food in there except now there's Meals on Wheels. So you know what that is? That's a small Peas. container of pumpkin soup. Yeah. <laughs> The most boring food you can find. It's like, it's like yeah. old lady food. Pumpkin soup. There's like a chop and peas mm. on a tray with glade rope over them. It's yeah. like the most inhospitable. It's the tundra. Meals on Wheels is such a great uh Of course, great because that's service. old people's food, yes. right? And yeah, it's great like she service. ticked all the boxes of what she wanted. But they boring give you, for kids. Like yeah. the most boring possible food you can get for they kids. They give you a thousand options of what you want and that's mm. what my mum ticked. Mm. And she's such a picky eater mm. that initially I thought she's never going to eat anything, but they give you so many options. They actually managed to find food she ate. I mm. couldn't believe it. So thank God they keep her fed. But there's nothing for kids. I think Meals on Wheels mm. is... Um, 
it's so necessary because they're keeping it, her alive. It, well, it's not about the food. I think loneliness. Oh well, she's is, not is, lonely because but, but you know what I mean. Yeah. A lot of old people yes. look forward to that meeting. You know, yes. two or three days a week. Yes, that they get someone knocking on their door to talk to because no one goes and visits their. Well, old... I visit her, and also she has great neighbours and all that. So I don't want anyone to think that I neglect her, even though it's pretty painful. But I do do it. I do do it. My like my grandma's house was full of food. Yeah, it was like she loved, and she was like a country lady. So mm. she had literally a baking day. Mm. I think it was Thursdays. She mm. baked scones, yeah. cakes, slices, and um, she would then take them around to neighbours, elderly neighbours. And my grandma did Meals on Wheels. She was a Meals on Wheels volunteer. Still alive. She's the one I always tell you about. Is yep. whirling around to Womba, mm. having coffee with Sue every time I ask her what she's doing. So <laughs> she's out and about. My mum, that's a joke at our house. I go, is it your baking day? And she laughs and laughs because she baked in 1979 once. She doesn't even buy biscuits. She doesn't do anything. Anyway. What about the milk? What's going on with the milk? You you want to tell she us about the milk buys, with the with the cow? She buys this like she buys six hundred mils of milk. She's one of those. She's just miserly. No, she's economical because she's, she's living on her own. She's skinny and no. she doesn't want to get fat. She goes, oh, I'm so fat, but she's so skinny. And I said to her, don't say that in front of Edie. When Edie was like three, I go, don't start that shit. Don't say you're fat in front of Edie, please. We don't do that anymore. She goes, oh, I've gotten so fat. Yes, but my kids are so grossed out by, at least when I was a kid, no, actually when I was a kid, mum started buying skim milk and in those days it was like water and it came in a weird cut. It came in a round carton. <laughs> so kids would come over and they'd open the fridge and they'd go, ah, what's that? Well, you would have had uh, the, the the little bottles that they put outside your classroom yeah. that would get warm. No, I'm not that old. They didn't give us free milk at school. Oh, didn't they? No. Nah. But we had a milk lady. We used to like get. Old. I'm not that old. Well, it wasn't the war, doll. <laughs> but um, but we had a milk lady. A lady who used to come and deliver milk yeah, to our we had house. That. Yeah, the milko. Yeah, the milko. Remember yeah. that? And we go. Can we get custard? She'd go. No. What I'm trying to get at is, <laughs> I think it's sad. Before I turned on my mother, I think it's sad that like my kids think it's so gross. Milk that comes out of a cow is disgusting. Like Louis, I think would vomit. Would you guys vomit? Yeah, I would. If I gave you a glass of milk straight out of a cow that was still warm. Yes. <laughs> if it had. Like, like, why did you put warm on because there? Because it's still warm from <laughs> yeah, its body. I, yes. Oh, my That's God. That was our favourite thing. Go and freeze it and then bring it back oh, over. No. Yeah, but if it had like that, as you said, like a couple of inches <gasps> of like cream on it. Nah. No. So creamy. Have you tried breast milk from a... Uh, I don't think I, I, I even drank my own. I hope Moira doesn't mind me saying this, but I've actually added a bit of Moira's breast milk. Yeah. Uh, I've we, had... You know radio, yeah, you do that kind of weird stuff. It's so it? funny. I've had other people's f- because of radio and, I, and not even my own. I think <laughs> yeah. I had Kate Langbrook's yeah. and not even my own. <laughs> like how weird are we? I know. It's so fucked, isn't okay, it? Okay, so I didn't like it, nah. but I also didn't want to look too disgusting. I know, right? <laughs> I was like... Right. I know. It's I didn't want to go, oh, God, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I didn't notice the difference. Like, they put it in my coffee. Blech. No, I had to drink it straight oh, out yeah. of the fucking. No, it was a radio stunt once, like 10 minutes later or something. Someone went, oh, did your coffee taste different? And I was like, no. <laughs> but it oh, did. it had Kate Langbrook's breast milk in it. Oh, fuck, that's so I was weird. like, oh, well, if I'd known that. I mean, she's Jehovah's Witness. That's disgusting. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, um, no, of course I didn't. And it would have. I God knows how much it was in there because I think there was normal milk as but well. But so you don't try your own when you when you're when you're Why breastfeeding. Why would you? And also, it's so. Bre- I had twins, mate. Every drop was so precious. I'm hardly going to give myself a squirt. Right. No, couldn't be bothered. Like, I what about the husband? Did he, no, uh, we a- weren't joking. We weren't in the mood for jokes. <laughs> We were feeding fucking twins. But I think it's sad that you guys don't. Oh, no, nah, I'm not a fan of the joy of. A, of a, nah. They'd give us. Hey, do you want some fresh milk? Yes. Put a cup in the bucket of warm cow's milk and we drink it still. <laughs> You're burping. Just You're the actually. warm. Warm. Milk and warm do not tummy. go together. Oh, so beautiful and fresh and creamy. You don't understand how. <laughs> Okay. You, you got, I wish you could see him. Every time I say something like that, he literally, his body jolts. No, because I've he been there like where they vomit. make you go to a farm and they do all that shit and it's like it's supposed to be a fun day out. It's and so it's, the, it's like hell. And your, your forehead, you rest your forehead on the cow's side as you're doing it and you can hear it. Does oh the my cow God. like it? Yeah, yeah, because otherwise if they get too full, it hurts. They love it. I think Wouldn't you love it if I gave you a bit of a... <laughs> 
there's a there's a there's a comedian, right? Who's like I can't I can't remember what his oh, yeah, name is. Oh yeah, so funny, right? And he's like, who was the first guy? <laughs> Funny though, and what, so a, funny. what a great thought! I know who was the first guy just to go, you know what? what a sneaky <laughs> There's six of them over there. <laughs> I want to milk a cow right now. Let's all go, let's go for a work trip, a bonding trip to the Collingwood Children's Farm, and see if we can jump in on the back of a uh, kinder what, and milk a cow. <laughs> That's the only time I've seen it when the kids were in kinder and they were, they all got to sit on the three, the three legged stool. Yeah. Well, when we take the podcast on the road, Collingwood Children's Farm first stop. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. Yes, please. I do yeah. feel like we're in the wrong. Though I feel like if we're drinking cow's milk, we should be able to cop it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like we should be able to take it straight from the source and not be grossed <laughs> out by it. If you're drinking milk in other oh my God. situations, mm. it's so much bags. Just a little sip, warm. No. I'll I'll milk the cow, no problem. I'll get in there and milk it, but I'm, not, I'm just not. No, I don't need the freshness. I need it to go to Pura yeah. and then get pasteurised and so go to. Gross! Yeah. You yeah. think it's cleaner if it's been through a factory? I need some and chemicals in, in my milk. Oh, I need some chemicals in my milk. Disgusting. Sorry. Disgusting. Nah, it's that's what I need. So gross, man. Yeah. It's like I need my apples look unreal <laughs> in Woolworths. Oh, that's you so know? fucked up. When you go to somewhere where they're like tiny and you're like, what's that? It's like well, it's a real apple. <laughs> it's an actual apple, man. Yeah. Now I want a oh. big juiced up. <laughs> oh, no, perfect. Like a cartoon apple. Oh, no. I know, that's what's happened to us. I know, it's wrong. I'm going to go and milk a cow fair into your face. Like in the cartoons. <laughs> Make you drink it. Yeah. All right, well, looking forward to that. Uh, if you have a secret that you'd like to share with Michelle, uh, go to the link in the bio or you can go to Michelle's Instagram page and we will see you next Tuesday. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.